Shalom Abrachu Rav Tamasachas Nazir Daf Nun Dalad. Today's Daf discusses an Averman amazed that an Esam Kitsa Tomas Oyel versus Tomas Mago. When a Nazir who becomes Tomei begins recounting, and then we have a new Mishnah listing the times when a Nazir becomes Tomei but does not require a Giluach. And that leads us into a discussion about Tomas Eretz Ho'amim. We begin. Yesterday we mentioned a question that Gemara had about Averman Ames, and Rishlokish clarified that it was talking about where there was not an Etzim Kasa'ira, but it was still Tomei Bemaga. The Torah still is Matamadis Aver. And now he brings a raya from a Bryce, so the Pasuk says, And the Bryce breaks down the Pasuk. Includes someone who goes into an Oyel with the Mace. Bachalal. Includes an Avermenachai that has enough tissue on it to regenerate. Cherev includes the metal, things like a sword that would become like the mace. The Pasuk of Oibemace includes an amputated limb of a dead body. Oibetem Odom is including Roiva is less than half a kav. Oibekever is including even a closed caver where we learn in Oyelis that it's metame above and below it, even though it's closed. However, when it comes to Tomas Magar of Yehuda, says in Ebraisa, that the Pasuk of and Be'etzem there is including an Etzem Kiso Oyel. Bechalal Oy Bechalal is including a limb that was pulled off but doesn't have enough tissue to regenerate from a, lo- a live person. Oy Includes an, an amputated limb from a dead body. Oibekever, Reshlaker says, is referring to Kvarim before Harsina, before Mount Antoira. They're all Tomei Tomas Maga. Now, what's the case of Aver Minhameis by Tomas Maga? If it has an Etzim Kisaira, that's the same as Hanagim by Etzim. Alamai is talking about an Aver, a limb that does not have an Etzim Kisaira, and the Torah still includes it, this is Rishlakish Raya, that just being an Aver Minhameis, it makes it Tomas Mago. It does not require that tissue. Rabbi Yochanan would respond, that no, it's talking about an Aver that does have an Etzim Kisaira, but it's being Mechadish, not only is it Tomei Tomas Mago, it's also Tomei Tomas Maso. Now, we said that the Nazir would, would require a Hazah on the third and seventh day, and it's Saisir his Nazirus if he comes in contact with any of these strong Tomais. And the Gemara asks, who is our mission going like? We had a Machlechus recently about the Rabbon and Rebeliezer. When we say he's going to be tar on the seventh day, does that mean Herav Shemesh, waiting till it's nighttime, according to Rebeliezer? Or are we saying that it's actually on the eighth day, not the seventh night? After he brings his carbonos, and that would be going like the Rabbanon. So the Gemara answers based on the Seifa, which says that you immediately begin counting when he only comes in contact with minor Tumas, and the Reisha, when it says that he cannot, conti- the Nazar can't continue his count until he's tar, until he brings his carbonos, that's according to the Rabbanon, who says that the Nazar rebegins his counting and he's tar on the eighth day. Not on the seventh night. Now we have a new Mishnah that says that if this Nazir doesn't come in contact with a very strong Tomah, rather he comes in contact with Schach or an awning that maybe 
hovering over a mace on the other side or a base hapras, which also might have the three different versions of a base hapras, but there's like a suffix tumma in this field. If he comes in contact with the Ereta Amim, now there are three le- layers, levels, eras of the Gezeira on Chutzla Aretz Tuma. It began with Yosef Ben Yezer and Yosef Ben Yechanon, who said that the land of Eretz Israel, the land of Chutzla Aretz, rather, the, the Gush itself, might have a mace, and therefore it's a Suffolk Tuma. But 80 years before the Churban, they said that it's the airspace of Chutzla Aretz as well, and after the Churban, when the Bezdin was in Golos, and Usha, they said that coming in contact with the Gush of Chutzlaretz causes a Tumas Vadai. If a Nozer comes in contact with that, or with the cover of the sides of a coffin, or a Ravia Saddam in an oil, or a Roivat Samas less than half a Kav, or a Kalim that come in contact with a mace, or if he comes in contact with a big Tuma, but it's while he's counting towards his Tahara, or after he completed his Naziris, he finished his count. The Nazir does not need to get a giluach, a haircut for that. He just gets a uh, sprinkling from the mechatas on the third and seventh day of his tahara. And it's not so, sir, the Naziris he's had before. He just continues his count. After he's tar, he doesn't even need to bring karbanas. In, in fact, the Mishnah says that when it comes to a zava zava, or a Mitzayra who has to go into quarantine, they don't even stop counting their Naziris during that point. They continue with their count during the Zavzava or Mitzayra quarantine. In the Gemara, we ask, what are these schachos that would make the Nazir tome? And the Gemara answers, it's a tree that's leaning over, arching out. And it spreads out on the other side over a fence. And there's a suffix whether there's a mace on the other side. Now when it comes to Eretz Ha'amim, this Tumah in Chutz Laaretz, the Gemara asks, is this Tumah a Tumah on the ear sprays? That all the Avira of Chutz Laaretz has this Gezerah of Tumah? Or is it only actually physically touching the ground? So the Gemara tries bringing a raya. See, we say that the Nazar needs to get a sprinkling to become tar on the third and seventh day. Now, if the Gezerah was on the ear space, then why does he need a sprinkling? If he didn't come in contact with the floor, he was in a box the whole time, that wouldn't be Tumachamura that would require a Hazal on the third and seventh day. It must be. A Gezerah on the gush on the actual earth. But the Gemara says that's not necessarily a raya. could be that the Xerah is on the airspace. When we say that the Nazir needs to get a sprinkling on the third and seventh day, that was on the other items listed on these minor tumas. And that's not the only blanket statement that the Mishnah made, which doesn't cover the entire list. You see, when it comes to another item on the list, the Kalim that came in contact with a mace, we said that was a minor tumma. Those don't require Hazav. The Nazar coming in contact with those Kalim who came in contact with the mace. He would not need sprinkling either. So you see that this statement that the Nazar requires a, a sprinkling on the third and seventh day is not necessarily covering the entire list. And the Gezerah on Eretz Amim may be just on, maybe on the ear space 
and not just on the gush itself. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.